1: Hello and welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out. Marcus Pearce here with you, but actually not really, as right now Damien and I are on the Greek island of Ikaria, effectually known as the island where people forget to die. We're hosting our inaugural 100 Not Out longevity retreat with 13 sensational souls. Now, no doubt you've heard us bang on about this event for the last couple of years. After all, it has been three years in the making. So you can keep up with your retreat on social media by following Damien and myself on Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. Now, if there's one thing we know for sure, it's that we will be running this retreat again in 2017. So to be one of the first to find out all the details about this unique bucket list retreat, go to 100notout.com and enter your details to be at the front of the queue to be eligible for early bird registration and much, much more. That website again, 100notout, 100notout.com. For now, let's get into the podcast. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly podcast helping you to. Master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the magnificent healer himself, the co-founder ah. of the Wellness Catch and the Wellness Guys, the heroic healer, Damien <laughs> Christoph. How are you, legend? Good, Marcus. That's the way. Great to have you here again. It's great to be at 100 so not out, good to have And I haven't said this for a while. This episode, very proudly brought to you here on YouTube and the world over, listening on iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere else, Libsyn, and everywhere else, mm. by Forage Cereal. And we haven't said this yet because it's no, new, brand new. Gluten-free porridge. We now have a fourth installment, a fourth baby in the forage family. Mm. And uh, just whilst we're on it, tell us a little bit about this wonderful porridge. Is that What is that on the top? Is that a cacao bean? Is that a uh, a cranberry?
0: Is that a sultana? I think it's some sultanas. Goji berries? With some um, honey is what they dress that with. It's a nice picture. It's a beautiful picture. But uh, the porridge, uh, being gluten-free, means it's oat-free as well. Uh, So made with quinoa, rice... Um, amaranth Amaranth Ooh, It makes it so creamy Sounds like hot cakes In the cooler months Oh 100% This is Absolutely. a cooler it's month cool. It's, it's a cooler month brekkie Yeah but look There are people Particularly those of you Who have um, migrated uh, From cooler parts of the world That like to eat porridge All the year through mm. and, uh, and this is a gluten free version So delicious Yum Three minutes yeah, about three Despite minutes. Despite
1: what some teenagers might say in the morning that they don't have time to make it.
0: Has <laughs> Jack this morning. <laughs>
1: don't have time to make porridge, Dad. Three I'm minutes. I'm just going to have the cereal instead. Mm. I said, how long does it take? Three minutes. Mm. 180 seconds of your life. <laughs> now, speaking two, of two YouTube things, clips things that, that. that might stress people out, like three minutes. I just don't have three minutes in the day. It's true. Some people will say that. Some people say that. Mm. Teenagers. But uh, <laughs> we thought we would dedicate this episode to... For want of a better term? Healing the things which really give us—I kind of want to swear, but I won't—give us the you know what's the irrits. The irrits, mm. um, because we're recording from 100 Not Out HQ here at the Christoph Residence, and as you might be able to tell, we've got a lot of technology. We've got two computers, one microphone, three lighting kits, camera, pull-up banners, stuff, router, router, all the rest of it. We're stuff. covered in technology, and foldback. when you've got a lot of um, foldback, when you've got a lot of moving parts. If one moving part doesn't work, it can be somewhat frustrating. It and can stuff up. That's right. So we've had a couple of things, not just one thing, stuff up this morning, and that's been our. Strive video, Skype, Let's recording software. Shame let let <laughs> us know Skype, if Skype. you're out there somewhere, walking the streets. And call Recorder. We want to talk to you because Call Recorder hasn't been recording the video element of our Skype interviews. So you may have seen some of our Skype interviews on YouTube and you're not seeing the other person talk and walk and move around.
0: And for some of you out there, you would have loved to have seen Tim Robard. Yeah. Robard. Tim Robard. like Robert. to call him Robard, but he, I he's know how a Robard. because Robbins. Maybe Tim Robbins Great Robbins. interview by the way With Tim Great interview So if you're watching this And you haven't seen the Tim one Go check that one out Because that was awesome Tim Robards The Bachelor All the girls should be Well you can't really see it But you can listen to it You can, <laughs> you can listen to it But that's one of our charges That's one of our irrits right now Is that uh, The technology let us down Now I've We just had lunch just before And we're in a cafe Great cafe One of my more favourite cafes At the moment in Melbourne And um, Had a little coffee But had some food. (gasps)
1: You You had an almond latte and you didn't like
0: it. We had a sip of my
1: almond latte. I'm not into marzipan. Don't love it. I said, mate, have a taste of this because it was good coffee. It's
0: too sweet. He said, oh, yuck. It was like drinking Bee's Bum. Like it was so sweet. How often do you drink Bee's Bum? (laughs) It's just so sweet. Anyway, so waitress (laughs) comes over. Lovely. I really like her. She's so nice. And I said, oh, this is my mate Marcus. We do a podcast together, Hunter Not Out. And uh, he's from Byron Bay. And her first comment was, I hate Byron Bay. (laughs) I was like, whoa, far out. How's that? Like that was full on. That really made my food be undigested just for a split second because I was a bit shocked. A little bit. um, I got a bit agitated by that because I get agitated when people reflect. You get agitated
1: when people reflect their stuff. Onto you when when they're yeah. really in the act of listening, but they're not really listening. They're just telling you their agenda. Yeah, they had the uh, it was almost monologish. It wasn't yeah. about what I was saying; it was about what she was saying. But that yeah. annoyed you, right? But I would say a lot of people, a lot of people have those conversations.
0: Yeah, she needs to learn maybe the art of small talk,
1: the art of listening.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the art of small talk. Absolutely. Mm. Mm.
1: But let's just come back to technology for a moment because okay. we could go down that path. But I, I don't, I don't want to, don't want to name and shame. Right? No. But we'll name and change Skype.
0: Yes, Skype and call recorder.
1: But as a general rule, e- e- camp. we're going to we're going to talk about the things that give you the irrits, which really can lead to resentment. How to actually move through that, heal that for a bit of a bit of yeah. attempt, so that it, you don't feel that you're constantly going from one annoyance to the other. And so, if we use technology as an example, because most of us crack it. If our phone doesn't work, our computer doesn't work, our recording doesn't work, if we talk about machinery, if our car doesn't start, if our plane is late, if our plane is late due to mechanical reasons or refueling or whatever. Yeah, everyone blames Qantas. It's out of our... It's better that they didn't take off. Absolutely. Mm. And so let's talk about the things that don't go your way, so to speak, and how you can actually soften it so it doesn't really bother you so much like um, previous guest, Dr. Barry White said, how do we relax when stuff
0: that doesn't go our way? Actually happened. Well actually he so said we asked him what were what was his takeaway message for people who were younger. And he said, relax. Relax. Take it easy. So this is one of the strategies that you can use to relax. Relax more. Mm. A lot of people, um, in their state or their attempt to relax are still charged up and, you know, anxious or angry about stuff. Hanging around. So the word charge is uh, where you've got some kind of an attachment that makes you frustrated, upset, agitated. Think of like voltage going into demos like, like that.
1: Yeah. So I, I, wanted, I want to give you another example because I okay. got a bit agitated yesterday Did you? at the airport.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I've done a Skybus. bus. mentioned Mark is getting agitated. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is what I thought it would be good to share because a lot of people think that I don't get agitated. No. But I was really? in my own way. I can't believe it. So I went to get the Skybus to yeah. come into the city, to then come see you. And um, I went up to get on the bus. It was right there. Didn't have the ticket. Didn't have the ticket. And she said, just go over there. She said, but don't worry. Buses come every seven to 10 minutes. And I thought, well, it's here. Like, and and literally the the, the ticket office is 20 steps, maybe 15 steps. There was no one in line. It's probably gonna be a 45-second turnaround for me to go get my ticket and come back. Anyway, unbeknownst to me, I go get my ticket. Come around, I'm 10 paces from the bus, and the bus leaves. And I was like, I was right there. And she knew that I was right there. And I'm on my way into the city to meet my mum for lunch, and I was like, oh what a drainer, like. I just want to get there on time, and I don't want to be late for my mum, and I don't want to be whatever. And I was agitated, and and that I would have been, I was, because the humanity of it. But I had I,
0: F and C's. <laughs> but the, I'm so upset.
1: this this brings me to to step number one in the healing okay. of things that give us the you know what the heebie jeebies when uh, a bus leaves. Work out if you have an expectation. Mm. If something, if you crack it at something. 99.9% of the time, it's because you had an expectation. That's I been ha- unmatched. That's been unmatched. Mm. But the first step—did you have an expectation? The answer is yes. Yeah, uh, we had an expectation. Of the bus would, ro- would wait. Would wait. Or that the lady organising the ticket or letting me on the bus. would go, hold on, driver, this one more here. In.
0: Yeah. So I did have that expectation. Yeah. And it's highly likely that that bus, because it left early, got held at the lights for 45 seconds. Absolutely. Yeah. And it needed me on the bus. Yeah. Cop that. bus um, <laughs> Step
1: number two, what was the expectation? I expected that she would actually respect my time enough. Yeah. And we would expect this morning that when we pay for a service like call recorder... Or Skype. That it would work. We pay for both. That we pay for Mm. both, that's Mm. right. And a good computer. Yeah. So defining the expectation. Mm. My view is that as soon as we recognize that we have an expectation... A lot of the time, that expectation is one-sided. So step number three is: is the expectation shared? So I had the expectation on this lady at the sky bus. I had the expectation on her that she would let me on, But she did not have the expectation on herself,, yep. that she would let me on. So really, it was like mental telepathy. I was expecting her to kind of know that I had an
0: expectation that I'd be let on. It's not possible. It's not, it's not possible. No. It ha- had you maybe said, now, will you wait for me while I go get a ticket? Absolutely. She could have said, no, nah, not waiting. Yeah. And you would have gone, and got a bit grumpy. I was just gone, oh, well, you know, poor form, bad yeah. human nature, bad sky bus. But um, you expected her to... So it's my responsibility. And this, I think, is the massive thing. Big, big call.
1: No big one else call. can make you and I feel happy or sad except ourselves, right? That's right. So whilst I was waiting in line, processing this, going, I'm friggin' annoyed. But I
0: realised it was a first world problem, Mike. Did you momentarily lose your happiness? Yeah,
1: yeah, because I went inside myself, into my head, going, why would someone do that? Like, are they angry at their, at their life to actually say, you know what, not, not going to let the bus wait for them? Or was I like, are they following protocol? I called Sarah. I called my wife and I said, I'm waiting in line <laughs> because this lady... Didn't leave me on. So I thought I'd check check up with the family and the kids. And Sarah, she's great at this. She said, well, maybe they've just got a really tight schedule that they have to stick to. And I was like, true, babe. But I was like, you know, 45 seconds, or literally 10 paces onto the bus, I said it wasn't life or death. Like, it was really, it wasn't going to be that bad. But at the same time, we don't know what their agenda was. No. And I'm not trying to make a mountain out of a molehill because as I said, it's a first world problem. But this, you can apply this rationale to anything going on in your life where the moment we realize that we have an expectation that we haven't shared with someone else, like you said, I really, if I really wanted to be brutally clear, I would have said, no worries, I'm going to go over and buy the ticket. Are you happy to wait for me whilst I do it? Like I'll sprint over there if it means I'm going to get here. I'll leave my bags here and sprint over and come back. But she could have said, no, absolutely. Under no circumstances
0: will we wait. I probably would have even felt better. But yeah, I I would have just, there'd be no decreased expectation. Yeah. How did, well interestingly we got frustrated I particularly got frustrated because the technology didn't work And so our only solution was to have pre-tested yes. so we could have measured our expectation or you know brought our expectation down had we realized that our Apple MacBook Pros and our Skype and our Ecam call recorder couldn't actually um, without naming it. names couldn't handle it couldn't handle it you know so had we had we tested it we would have been able to find out so that would have actually helped us with our expectation of the technology so
1: would would it be is it is it gl- glaringly obvious glaringly obvious that now you having done over 300 podcasts me having done over 200
0: podcasts i've done over i've done more than that yeah that's what i mean over I've 300 500 there you go 500 yeah get the numbers right <laughs> still over 300 <laughs>
1: Don't <laughs> tell so, me short. <laughs> sure. I've done over 500. Haven't you done like 7,000? No. No, okay. No. So, is it possible that we become complacent yeah. the more we do things? Because yeah. I know that, that really top quality operations is that you test every time. Yeah. But I'm not that anal. Like, I can't be bothered. And when I've done it so many times, it's like, I don't need to test it. But why is it? I don't know why. I'm sure you don't know why too. Why is it that the time that you don't test is the time that it doesn't work? Part. And the answer is to teach us a lesson on the importance of the process and the importance of dampening that expectation because like you said, if we had done it, we would have adjusted
0: Settings. And the rest. Yeah, it would have been different. Yeah. We're been different.
1: So hmm. is the expectation shared? Yep. Um, if it isn't shared, then we can't expect everything to go perfectly because it's all just our own our own stuff yep um and then kind of what you and i did over lunch is um why why is that expectation a great thing like why is it perfect why does it actually so let's just therapeutically work our way through this right now why do you reckon it was perfect that
0: it didn't work
1: this morning i don't know mate i can't can't, can't work it out
0: i'd like i i think it would have been more perfect if we had video footage of Tim Robards and video footage of Wendy yep and uh, all the way in Colorado all the way Utah Utah Utah, near Colorado it would have been great absolutely it would have been great I can't I can't yet see how that's more perfect well what about the fact that
1: now when we do our next Skype interview we will test and test and test. Yeah. I
0: suppose And we they were... Turn that time but I suppose that means that we'll get to connect with them again. So we've got to call Tim again. Say, Tim, we need some photos or images so we can whack it up or whatever. So that might come across better. Which then strings, strengthens the relationship yep. even more. Yep. Um, and then uh, with Wendy. She's coming over to Australia. Coming to Melbourne. So maybe we can get a little bit of uh, video footage of us having a latte somewhere. Yep. Oh, that'd be good.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. They're just a couple little things... I'm starting to feel better, Marcus. But, but on it's top working. of it... <laughs> <laughs> On top of it, if we if we play this out, like if you literally do this 20 times, because then we could say, oh, well, then what are the benefits of having a stronger relationship with Wendy or Tim? Then you it, it can actually get to the point where we can say, well, it opens up a lot more opportunities. Then we can actually do more work together. And then we start to apply the principles of, say, being super diligent with things that are important to us over and over again. So people that are professional in, say, their exercise, they will have their 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 shoes ready their exercise gear every day at the same time they don't get complacent yeah. on those things so for yeah. us it was just a good lesson on no matter how good you are at something it, complacency will will get you nowhere okay. like yeah it will just it will it will knock you over yeah. and particularly when you've done something over and over again it annoys you even more because we both know that that's a fundamental like you learn that on day 1 of the job yeah so to speak which makes it even more annoying yeah but it also makes it even more humbling in an annoying kind of way,
0: that we have to go back to basics. So let's make this a bit more human, human experience. Yep. So Pumper, some people actually have a, a, a charge, a human charge on another human. Yep. And that, that actually is... Let's tiny. call it a spouse that doesn't eat the same way as you do. Yes, that's let's right. Let's go there. Or a spouse who wants to go to bed at, at the same time. Yeah. That <laughs> well, yeah. could be something, you know. <laughs> yep. Some people I know will get very frustrated with uh, having to go to bed at the same time as their spouse. Don't you think, Marcus? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite possible. <laughs> it's possible. But it's possible that
1: all husbands and wives, or boyfriends and girlfriends, or partners and so on, <laughs> are equal and opposite. Yeah. When we say equal, as in no one's better or worse, but different in so many ways. Yeah. So, okay. let's use the example which a lot of our listeners uh, talk about, in that their partners eat very differently.
0: Very Okay. Yeah, and get so frustrated. Some people get so riled about it and they, they start using words, verbs, adjectives, all kinds of different things to describe their partner mm-hmm. um, because they do something differently that's outside of their values. And when you first met that
1: person, did you fall in love with them because they were having a green smoothie or kale eggs mm. or superfood acai bowl? <laughs> And the answer, 99% of the time, is that was not probably the reason not. that
0: you fell in love. You were probably out of the at a pub, or at a club somewhere. Or at a wedding. Wedding. Or at a 21st. Yeah, bus stop. Bus stop. Tinder. Yeah. Anyway. Something
1: like that. Facebook. Facebook. Instagram. Instagram. Snapchat. Twitter. <laughs> Foursquare. <laughs> Squarespace. MySpace. InSpace. Out of (laughs) space Anyway sorry folks So (laughs) So when people go You know what I'm going to go on a On a superfood journey I'm going to start Activating my nuts Putting S O E in my muesli Doing this Doing that Juicing Fermentating All the rest of it Yeah And then hubby says Babe what are you doing Like what happened to meat and three veg And a, a bacon and egg burger And all the stuff We used to do On a Sunday morning With a coffee And a here and then uh, whatever and she's like "No, nah, I'm doing this doing that you know health of the family or whatever and he's like babe like this is a bit full on
0: mm, hardcore
1: and then she goes what do you mean it's a bit full on this is our family we're talking about this is our <laughs> kids this, don't you see
0: <laughs> could be the other way around doesn't could, it, doesn't i to be the wife that's no, no, going no, mental like but that. we're just using an husband. example
1: it could be anything it could yep. be gay lovebirds it could be husband wife could yep. be doesn't matter
0: doesn't matter I
1: don't care yep. but it's the example of when we fell in love It was not a drama. We didn't Mm. care what they drank, what they ate, whatever. And then, over time, it does. My view is that we have to let the individual nature of our partners stay individual. Mm. Because if we try and make our partners like us,
0: particularly when there's resistance... You'll start to see all the things you don't like about yourself in the other person. How's that for building charge? That's not good. You want to maintain the complementary relationship pillar. Deadener. That's a dead flat on your back. Mm. No good. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's celebrating the differences um, and managing expectation by not expecting someone to meet your standards all the time. I think that's really important.
1: And, and, and recognizing that if, if you have a, a higher expectation on something in your life than a significant other, whether it's a partner or even a child, you can't well if you choose to push your values and expectations onto them, or your agenda, or your agenda, but they don't agree to it. Mm. You're just going to set yourself up for major disappointment. Yeah. But if you if you both agree on something, so you both have an expectation, like Sarah and I when we first met, I was beer and nuts, and she was coffee and cake, right? Mm-hmm. And then That's when cute. you guys are cute. No, no, no. But I'm talking about the <laughs> the, the opposites, right? I'm talking yeah. about the opposite yeah. nature, right? So cute. Beer and nuts, coffee and cake. Yeah. But now I'm more coffee and cake, mm-hmm. but I still love beer and nuts. But yeah. anyway, about a month or two months in, I can't remember. She said because uh, she did all organic, and I was like, "What? What is organic?" Anyway, we decided to, to get, do a cleanse, and we went to Joe the organic uh, grocer. Joe Witten. No, no, no. Yeah, well, that sounds good. But Joe <laughs> in Northcote, right? All right. And yeah, yeah, in Melbourne. And and we got like a hundred or two hundred bucks worth of organic food. Most amount of money I've ever spent on food in my whole life. We ripped up all this food on a Sunday, soups and stews and everything. I was working at Channel at the time. I distinctly remember it. I was having cashews and ginger tea, and I had my um, executive producer calling me mung bean, and I had, um, I had headaches, and I was feeling terrible, and all I could think of, I can't work in this environment feeling terrible because it was a busy time. I called up my new girlfriend at the time, Sarah Pierce, and said, Babe, I, I can't do this cleansing. Sarah Pierce then? Sarah Martin. Mm-hmm. I said, I can't do this. And she cracked it. What do you mean? We've just spent all this money on all of this incredible food and all the rest of it? <laughs> and that that moment was that was justified because we had made an agreement together, right? We said together we're going to do this for seven days and I and I push it out because that's what I am that I whenever I do a cleanse, I'm the weak link. Sarah will like stay the course. I'm like, let's just back out of here, right? But what happens a lot is that expectations never. Agreed upon. Mm. It's like, we're going to do this, but there's no we. (laughs) It's like, this is what I've decided that we're doing. You don't have a choice. And that's where resistance comes. And that's where resentment comes. And a lot of the time, if we recognize that we never enter this agreement together, then the relationship begins to sour. If we have an agreement together, like let's buy a house together, that's cool. You know Mm. what you're both getting into. Mm -hmm. But if you've got a big decision that is driven by you, that's when relationships begin to really
0: stretch. All right, I've got a question for you, Marcus Pierce. Far away. Let's say, for example, you've had the conversations and you've both agreed and you have set your expectations fairly, but one person lets the team down.
1: Well, I would say, do we have an expectation that that person will get it right 100% of the time? Now, everything has its consequence. So if we're talking, there's people on... out
0: there asking that question. they going, Absolutely. yeah, but I've had this chat with my partner yep. and... He or she didn't do it. You know, yep. surely I'm right and justified in cracking it. Well, okay,
1: absolutely. So I'm writing down here sick puppy syndrome, right? Ooh. So it comes down to the magnitude of the indiscretion. If we're talking about cheating on your spouse, right, and, they've, and they said they'd never do it again, and then they do it again, and they've already done it five times, and they do it a six, yep. you can't save a sick puppy on something that big. I mean, there's people out there that have lived their whole marriages in those scenarios, and... That person was a sick puppy, but really both sick puppies. But mm. that person said, you know what, I'll tolerate it. But if you're not going to tolerate it, then you get out because you can't save a sick puppy. Yeah. But if it's something like, um, I'm not going to eat chocolate anymore, and they do eat chocolate, well, we're not talking life or death. Mm. You might be paleo and they're having Cadbury's. You crack it all you like, but we're talking about Cadbury's chocolate. We're not, do you know what I mean? Yeah, or lint. If we raise yeah. the bar and we talk about smoking, well, then we're raising the bar a bit because now we're talking what feels a bit more like life and death, particularly yeah. if there's a family history, yeah. and then you're actually thinking about real life and death. Then if you raise it further and we talk about poor communication, like um, emotional, um, like emotional abuse, where they're saying, get out of the conversation, no, I wasn't talking to you, no, you're not important, all the Terrible. rest of it. That's emotional abuse. Yeah. And then, as my mum would say, "Well, you get what you put up with." So, are you putting up with something over and over and over again? And that's building on the layers of resentment. So, I think we have to judge everything on on how big is it,
0: you know? So, why? All right, we started off this um, this podcast talking about um, about relaxing. How is managing charges going to assist you in relaxing?
1: I, well I can probably only share and I don't mean this to sound me 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 but I could only really answer that by talking about what I do with Sarah because I'm loud Sarah's quiet yeah. I love noise Sarah loves like I'm like I love war Sarah loves peace like I'll pick a fight have a big conversation with someone I don't care of the consequences where well, Sarah would much prefer peace yeah um, peace love among beings yeah yeah and I love fast Sarah loves slow yeah we're opposite in so many ways um, so the only thing that I think of is that when I first met Sarah, I would consider myself insensitive, and Sarah's quite sensitive. She'll cry at the drop of a hat, mm-hmm. whereas I generally don't cry. But at the time, I thought, that's like, like you've got to toughen up. Like The world's a big, bad place. You've got to be strong in this world. And Sarah would cry, and I'd be, and I'd be like, <sighs> but then I realized, like I've recognized with me, Sarah's sensitivities makes me a more compassionate human being. So rather than me going, Damo, stop your whinging or stop crying or whatever, like get on with it, push on. Would you say that to Sarah? Uh, I might not say it, but I might no. think it at Call the beginning. Call it <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might think it, go yeah. like, you've just got to toughen up here, like yeah. this is not a time to cry.
0: Mm. And You a don't lot of, think it now, you wouldn't say it.
1: Well now, I would never think it. Now right. instead okay. of a cries, cry, like, I genuinely, so just get it out. Like Sarah needs to get her tears out because a lot of women, like a lot of men, and this might sound sexist, but a lot of men say, I can't hang around you whilst you're crying. You, you cry? I'll leave you to cry and I'll come back when you're feeling better and for some women that's that's what they want from the man but for other women they actually want a hug mm. and they want to cry in their man's arms and just cry it out mm. and the man's just got to sit there and go I don't know why she's crying I don't really get what it's about for me it's like not you wouldn't even consider it a cry For she wants to cry that's great get it all out babe this will be awesome, and they feel 100 times better. Now, in the past, I'd go, far out, like this is a drainer, like crying over nothing. Um, But again, without threatening this episode to be a double, triple episode, women make little things big. Female energy make little things big. Male energy make big things small. If we don't understand that and accept that and love that for what it is, that's when
0: resentment and frustration creeps in. Okay, the so the key level. thing here, the key thing is for those of you who are watching or those of you listening, you, the idea is to decrease the amount of charge, charge and number of charges that you do have, so that you can actually find a bit more peace, so you can relax a little bit. Because, you know, as our as our esteemed uh, GP guest before, you know, only earlier on, Dr. Barry White told us to do was to relax more, just relax which I think is wise, that relaxing makes you happy, relaxing makes you calm, relaxing yeah. allows you to grow and to be able to repair and heal. It's, I suppose in scientific terms, it's become more parasympathetic. Discharge some of the sympathetic you know, stuff you've got going inside the body. Get more parasympathetic. Digest and think and contemplate a bit more. So uh, I think by decreasing your charge and the amount of charges, you're going to relax more. That's Absolutely. what we're trying to
1: say. Yeah, and I think just, you know, um, what we were saying at the end was, like we've gone through... What, what, if you have an expectation, most of the time the answer will be yes, and it's all about expectation. Define that expectation. Um, why did you have the expectation, which is kind of what we didn't say, but why did you have the expectation? And a lot of the time it's because we almost telepathically think that the other person thinks the same way as we do. Mm. But often if it's, if it's a spouse or a partner, we end up finding out that they were thinking the opposite, not the same, and that's where the difference comes. Did you have a shared expectation? A lot of the time you didn't. And then what Damo was just saying then was, is in order to relax, because we kind of got to unlearn stress and relearn relax, what's great about that person being opposite? Or what's great about the Skype call recorder not working? What's great about the thing that gives us the iris? Because when we work out what's great about it, what's great about Sarah crying easily, mm. when we can really not just intellectually understand it, but feel that, Feel yourself becoming more compassionate or more understanding or whatever. That's when, in my view, resentment begins to lower, volatility begins to lower, and you're just a calmer, more relaxed individual. Nice.
0: Cool? Nice. Yeah, I learned. I love doing this with you. It's good, hey. Huh?
1: It's good fun. Really hope good. you've enjoyed this episode of 100 Not Out, folks. You can find out more at com. Check out all the podcasts available at thewellnesscouch.com. Over 20. Lots Amazing, of hey? airplay there. Lots of choice for you. Uh, make sure you go to YouTube. Look at 100 Not Out. All of our episodes from 150 onwards. Uh, they're really excited to have you viewing this episode on YouTube. If you want to find out more about The Great Demo, go to DamienChristophe.com. For myself, go to MarcusPierce.com.au. See you on the next episode. Until then, may the rest of your life be the best
0: of your life. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives